fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It is Justin Barclay in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck Program. Very special Christmas Eve edition. And we've talked all morning about the opportunity we have to pause, to take a breath in this moment, to clear the hustle and the bustle and focus on what really matters instead of the news that's off the noise. Coming through our speakers, watching on TV, and of course, out of Washington, D.C., enough hot air uh, to uh, really to pause and take a moment on what matters most or reflect. So I want to give you an opportunity to weigh in, too, because I think that's an advantage we have. We talked about all the great things that are happening, the economy and all of the major things, the resurgences. We've seen the jobs reports, the amazing things that are happening we were told would never come back. All these things we were told, uh, life is just going to be different. But we have an amazing way of life these days. And if we focus on the good, I think we'll find out more of it. And I'd like to do some of that. I want to share some good news. And if you've got some, we'll give you a chance to do that right after this. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Yeah, it's Justin. Justin Barkley back on the uh, Glenn Beck Program. Merry Christmas. And like I said, I want to focus on some of the good things because when you, when you look for it, you'll find it. There's something interesting that happens in our brains. Matter of fact, this is kind of a biblical thing. They talk about seek and ye shall find in the Bible. But scientists have found something to confirm this. There is something inside of our brain called the RAS, the reticular activating system. It's kind of like the new car effect. So what happens is you go shopping for a new car and you find that beautiful machine that, that you want. If you've ever had a chance to do this, you, you look at it, you look at all, maybe a bunch of different models, but you find the one that you, you land on, right? And, and you're in love. And you sign the paperwork and you're ready to drive off that lot. And the minute you do, something interesting happens. Let's say you got a bright red Volkswagen Beetle. You drive that bug out, and then you're driving down the road, and, you know, you're feeling pretty special, but you start to notice, well, there's another one, and there's another one, and there's another one, and I keep seeing them everywhere I look. That's a reticular activating system. It's a pattern recognition uh, system that happens inside of our brains. So what you look for You'll find more of. That's why I choose to focus on the good. And matter of fact, I'm going to give you a chance to help us all do that today and focus on the good. I think we are stronger together here. We can do great things with the help of each other. And I would love to see what's good and what's happening in your life or in your neck of the woods. You got something magical something miraculous so just something special that you want to share with us here's the number triple eight seven two seven beck that's one eight 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 seven two seven b e c k i'm gonna to go to the phone lines i'll give you a chance to to share but first i want to welcome in a couple of 
guests who are doing some great things, a chance to shine a spotlight on some amazing things that are happening because there is no shortage. Sure, we hear a lot about the craziness, but there's no shortage of good things that are happening right here on a daily basis. Probably right underneath your nose. If you only look for them, you'll find them. Taya Kyle, the wife of Chris Kyle, you probably remember and saw that film, American Sniper. Chris Kyle Foundation is the foundation. Taya joins us along with Adam Davis from the Chris Kyle Foundation today. Welcome to the program. We appreciate you guys being here with us, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Justin. Oh, Taya just dropped off. We're going to try and get her back on. Our elves are working behind the scenes. Uh, but, Adam, we want to give you... <laughs> We get, it's a Christmas miracle. We'll get her back on. Uh, I want to give you a chance to talk about what is happening, of course, maybe some of the things uh, that you all are working on right now and some of the great things that you do with the Chris F- Kyle Foundation um, and where it, where it got its start. Tell us a little bit about who Chris was. Uh-oh. Hey, it's Taya. I just jumped back on. Hey, Taya, how are you? You know, we got you back. <laughs> And uh, and then we lost Adam, so they're gonna get they're gonna get Adam back. But I think you're probably best to tell us. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good for you to see how well you can jump around this morning and wake you up a little bit. Yeah, I um, and Chris was obviously it's such a great guy and had a, a tremendous sense of humor. He was a loving father. He was a great husband. And I think part of what people are finding they really relate to is that he really had this desire to be just himself and not the picture of what maybe everybody would want him to be. And he didn't get affected by notoriety. I think that's the coolest thing about him is that he was just himself. You saw him on TV the same way you see him at the house. I mean, maybe, um, you know, I don't think people got to see as much of his humor, except for maybe a, the Conan O'Brien interview, I think is on YouTube. And that one, I think people got to see him laugh a little bit more, but he was always laughing and had that sparkle in his eye. And I think that's a, a part of him that I wish more people got to see. What is the Chris Kyle Foundation? Yes, yeah, so it's the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. And, and the reason there's the word frog in there is that Navy SEALs are also known as frogmen, land and water. Mm-hmm. And so that fallen seal is represented by a skeleton of a frog. And that was near and dear to Chris's heart. So it, it's a horrible business or marketing thing to do to have named it the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation because nobody knows what that is really. But but it was a sentimental thing and we started after he was killed because Chris and I had discussed and we're working toward trying to start something to help more families. Originally, we wanted to help a couple of families and then as we started down that process, we just realized that the mission was much better if we could serve more families with proceeds from the book and anything else that we got in that way. So uh, we have this foundation now that is to honor and serve the marriages of those who serve. And we realized that there's this missing puzzle piece. People want to have, understandably, they want PTS to be treated properly. I do too. We're not going to find that in the VA typically. And we want to decrease alcohol and drug addiction. We certainly want to decrease suicide And what studies are showing is that 80% of the suicides are relationship-related in this community. I feel like that's a really important thing for people to realize because they see more evil in the world than others. The world is not a safe, beautiful place a lot of times when you're fighting evil consistently. And so they need a safe place at home, perhaps even more than other people do. 
And when that's in peril, and it often is because it's a difficult lifestyle and there are no, previously there have been no tools for them to deal with these marriages differently than you would a civilian marriage. But we've, at the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation, we've been able to work with Baylor University and develop a curriculum for these couples as well as for civilian counselors who can now come get continuing education credits through Baylor University and learn about the service marriage because it's just different. I'm, I'm just super excited about it. I feel honored and blessed to be able to lead the charge. And we've got some conversations that are going to happen nationally to highlight this as the, the missing puzzle piece, right? You can, you can help all of these issues if you can get the couple at home on the same team to be healthy and whole. Right now, they're both just depleted and isolated even within the marriage. And that's not, you know, that's not going to work for healing, you know, uh, we're talking with Taya Kyle right now, wife of uh, Chris Kyle, Chris Kyle Frog Foundation, and we'll tell you a little bit more how to help here in just a moment. But Taya, refresh our memory and, and let me know exactly um, how how did Chris uh, lose his life? What happened? Yeah, so you know, he was always helping people, and I think that's another part of him that he just it was part of him. He did it quietly, he did it on the side, he didn't do it for any fanfare, and so whether it was a storm and he just went out and started helping neighbors, truly driving around looking for people to help, knowing people were in need. That was just a part of his personality and his heart. So when he was dropping our kids off at elementary school, there was a mom who came out and tearfully said that her son needed some help and had PTS. So of course, Chris went out of his way to go talk to her in a manner that would be comfortable for her and find out more. He you know, had no idea that this guy who eventually murdered Chris and his friend, Chad, had the issues that he had. The mom, to my understanding, didn't express any of those things, which would have been really important information, life-saving information for Chris. She communicated that her son had PTS, PTSD. Psychiatrists in the murder trial testified that he did not have any traumatic event in his life. He didn't have PTS. He never saw combat. It was Even outside of the military, according to them, he didn't have trauma. So it appeared to me, in my opinion, this guy was using it to get out of trouble and to get things handed to him. And so Chris unknowingly went and did what he'd done with hundreds of other veterans. He took him out to a peaceful place and he said, hey, do you like to shoot? The, The guy seemed really excited about it. And so he went to great effort, left his family. Chris left our family on a Saturday morning, took his friend Chad Littlefield they went and drove an hour. It was supposed to give the guy time to talk and just be at peace and kind of unwind. And then they would go shoot. They brought some different guns like Old West replicas and just some things that would kind of be guys outdoors able to focus on some things instead of sitting across a table, you know, with eyes piercing into each other. So this works really well for people all the time. And this guy just made a choice for evil, in my opinion. I mean, that's, that's I don't know any other way to describe it. He waited for a brief window of time and he if not simultaneously then back to back killed chad and chris multiple gunshots you know up and down their their bodies and he had to wait until a perfect i mean there was like one second two second window that he would have had to do this and and he did it you know he said later he sold his soul for a truck i mean you know he took chris's truck and and took off so and then was making a run for it i mean you know you can't even say really insanity because 
insanity means you don't know right from wrong. And he clearly did at this point when he made these choices and then left. So anyway, long story short, or I guess, yeah, he, he died doing what he lived doing, which was helping people. We lost uh, a hero. We lost a, a brave man and, and one of the best of us that day. But what what's fascinating to me is that he lives on and his spirit lives on in what you've chosen to do, uh, pick up the pieces and move forward. And, and Taya, I want to share more about that because that's the important part here. Taya Kyle joins us, the Chris, Krog, Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. A right, quick break, and we're back right after this in 90 seconds. It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck Program. Got to give you a chance to join in and give us some good news today. Share some of those bright things because I believe there are plenty of them to go around in our world today. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. That's eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program, and uh, on the phone with us, Taya Kyle, Chris Kyle's wife. The uh, Chris Kyle Frog Foundation is the name of the foundation. Just talking a little bit about who Chris was and and his legacy living on today. Going to share a little bit more about how that's happening and some of the positive things that are are happening as she's chosen to move forward this way. Adam Davis joins too, a good friend and author behind the badge and bulletproof marriage. And I know Adam working closely with the uh, foundation now and and Taya to do some great things. Welcome back on, guys. We appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me, Justin. So let's let's pick up now where folks are. Uh, we're seeing some major. I mean, I, you just go to the website and you can read more about what's happening. But some major things are happening. Some people, uh, lives being restored, families being brought together and saved in a lot of ways because of the work you guys are doing. Yeah, it's been really an honor, and I'd love to let Adam talk a little bit more about his experiences. But it was cool when I felt like it was this divine intervention where Adam and I met and had this shared mission. I know, you know, Justin, we talked a little bit about the fact that marriage is this missing puzzle piece that most people don't see the importance of, but they're starting to. We're starting that national conversation that it's the the missing puzzle piece to so many issues that our veterans and their families are facing. So when I met up with Adam and saw that he was already on that same page, he had written Bulletproof Marriage, which is this incredible devotional, makes it simple, ask questions of these couples. I could see that he was on the same page of diving into how do we make this simple for service couples when marriage is a complex issue, but, you know, how do we do that and help them save themselves and their families? So Adam, you know, tell them a little bit more, I guess, about how you got down that journey and what brought you there. You know, it it really was born out of a place of, of need as a former law enforcement officer. um, I would go and search for resources and, wanted to provide something that was really relevant and applicable and easy to implement. Um, and that's what Bulletproof Marriage is. I, I co-authored it with Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman, and um, he introduced me to uh, my friend Marcus Latrell, and Marcus introduced me to Taya, and we had a few conversations, and she narrated the audio version of Bulletproof Marriage so graciously. And it, it comes packed with about three hours of bonus discussions, uh, so you you basically have an audio book and podcast all in one, which is very unique. Uh, but it was really born out of a place of of need. Uh, that's that's where it came from. Um, I know that I was in a very dark place, and had it not been for a strong marriage, uh, I don't know where I'd be today. And um, it's not always easy, but 
uh, is something that if you put the work in and if you put together some, some very practical tips and, and some daily work, um, it can, you can really make it work and it will not just survive. You can thrive and you can have the best life, uh, a better life you ever dreamed of if you're willing to do the work. And so, uh, a huge honor to be able to work alongside the, the team at the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation with Taya and, and to be able to sort of multiply the efforts. And well, I mean, we are truly better together. You know, we, I was just thinking the same thing, and we, uh, we're we stronger with each other. We need each other, and we step yeah. up and, and take care of each other, especially these folks who have gone on and served. Uh, they deserve our service when they come back, uh, no matter whether that be here at home or uh, overseas. We, we've got to step up and do the right thing. I know that you are making these things happen, Taya and Adam, by folks stepping up and doing some things together to help Chris Kyle Frog Foundation dot com or is it dot org which one is it yeah ckff.org yeah. yeah so if you want to go uh you can help out tell us a little bit of how we can help out and what we can do to make maybe take a stand and say look we're gonna we're gonna make sure that we take care of these folks who've served us yeah we have a couple of different ways if they go to the website as you said it's chris org. one of the unique things that we did is we created a warriors club and that's something that people can sign up for monthly. They get different perks with different levels of sponsorship, but it can be as low as $1.99 a month, and it goes up from there. But I, I feel like that's the one easy way to just monthly donate a little bit. And we're, we've really done some hard work to try to figure out how we can get the best bang for our buck. And when we help these married couples, we stay with them for two years. And so these families are staying together with longevity from us a commitment that we're not going to just one and done leave them and i think that makes a, a big difference and certainly is one of the ways that we're very very unique so funding tends to be our biggest issue since it is a long-term project i think that's that's one way and then aside from what we're doing with the foundation and there are other ways you know buying our merchandise and all that stuff helps but i think the other part of this is to spread the awareness that mm. marriage is the issue. I know a lot of people in the civilian world think that, you know, marriage is just marriage. Some work, some don't. Yes, we see the impact on the family, but it's so different for these service couples. They mm. either get stationed to another state and don't see their kids anymore, or they don't have treatment for issues related to stress. And they are more, I think, you know, prone to some different addiction things because they're trying to escape the evils of the world that they see. And they're evils we can't really imagine the things that they see with domestic violence, child abuse, overseas and at home, the terrorist murder. I mean, you know, the worst of the worst is what they face and they need our support. They don't know if they should bring it home to their spouse and connect or if they should not bring it home. I mean, the the issues facing them are much different and so they need our help. So awareness is a big deal to be a friend to their marriage. If you know somebody that is in the service community, you know, find a way to be a good ear and to encourage them to keep their marriage and find find them either help that um, is is around for them. Either, I mean, there just aren't that many options though. There are sacred spaces. Well, which Taya and Adam, there but, there is an option that folks now are are being able to plug into, and that's the Chris Kyle mm-hmm. Frog Foundation. Chris Kyle Frog Foundation dot org is where you can go to help out. We're back with more good news you can share right after this on the Glenn Beck program. You're listening to Glenn Beck.
Oh, man. I just... I I always say this. It's wild to me uh, to be here with you today on such a special day in so many different ways. And, and I will share with you why it's so special to me here. It's Justin Barkley. M for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. It's... Pretty wild. Well, let me let me tell you. It is much as I can in the most condensed way. What has happened to me in my life, and the dramatic change and transformation that's occurred in the last nine months. I am truly grateful to be here, but in more ways than one. And as I look back, it is no doubt to me that the dots connect. In the last nine months, I've lost 82 pounds. I have reunited with my birth mother and biological father and the families of both after 40 years. And throughout this entire process, a fire has been lit inside of me, reignited and restored a deeper meaning and deeper purpose. A revealing of my identity, who I am and what I'm supposed to do. And why does that matter and why should you care? It's because it directly affects you and who you are. And I'll share more about this at some other time. And I share more, actually, on my website at justinbarclay.com. If you ever want to email me or just reach out and say hi and talk about anything, justin at justinbarclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y dot com. That'd be a great place to do it. But I started in radio because it's all I ever wanted to do as a kid. I started in radio... 23 years ago today, my first job was on Christmas Eve at a country radio station. I had to play the Christmas country music. And boy, I was excited to do it. In high school, I I think the only reason they gave me this job is because they needed somebody then. It is before they had the computers running everything. They needed somebody then just to keep the radio station on the air. <laughs> eh, we'll trust this kid to do it. He can't screw up much. And I did. I was thrilled to do it. One of the greatest gifts. And today ranks up there. Right there with him. But I've had so many great gifts throughout my life. I've really been blessed. It would take me a full hour to go through everything that's happened in my life. I'll tell you that I was adopted, and the story is very simple. The family that adopted me tried and tried to have kids, my mother and father, through multiple miscarriages. They just couldn't have a child of their own. And so they decided they would adopt. And they would give another child a home. 
They got the word that they were going to get me, and this is amazing. And the, the miraculous fact that the dots connect is not lost on me because I look back and see that God had a plan. This is fascinating that I, and I just learned this maybe a couple of months ago, I came home to live with them. Yep, they picked me up a day after my mom's birthday. She'd been through a lot, watching other friends and family and folks have children. I can't imagine the pressure and, of course, the thoughts that were in her head. The questions she might have had for God and possibly the anger. But there was a gift for them, a little baby boy. Now, I was given a gift because I was given a home. Can you imagine that if I told you all of these things are connected, these things that I've been telling you about because they are? Can you imagine that my brother was born a year later? Their biological son. Now, this is not uncommon. This does happen quite a bit. Usually when the pressure comes off, things like that. But God has a funny way of working things out, doesn't he? He's got a plan. There were so many ways and in so many instances throughout my life that I look back now seeing that everything has led me here to where I am today. And I think everything has led each of us to where we are. When we look back, we will focus and find that the dots do connect. One of the things that's important and able to see that happen is to develop and cultivate a spirit of gratitude. And so I start each day with a very simple thing. I thank God for three things. Usually I just make a little note, write down in a little journal the three things that I'm thankful for now. And it could be anything in America. I'll tell you this much. It could, it could be everything. But simply the fact that we walk into the bathroom in the morning, flip on a light switch, and we have electricity and light like that. It could be that when you walk over to the shower and you turn on the water, uh, you have hot water. Oh, and it's clean. Many places in the world where they don't. So looking for those things, as I said earlier, focusing on the good makes all the difference. It's allowed me to see the dots have connected. Giving thanks for the blessings has led to more blessings. Back in March, on March 1st, there was a letter in my mailbox. It was from the Department of Health from the state that I was born in. I knew immediately what it was because earlier the previous year, they had just passed a law where they could unseal the records and adoptees could go find their birth parents. Now, I wanted to know who I was, where I came from, medical uh, information, history, things like that. But I really wanted to know the story. I had bits and pieces of it, but it turned out not much of it was true. Some of it was. One thing. My birth mother had requested I be raised in a home where they would bring me to church. And as I said, he had a plan. The dots connect. 
So 40 years later, when I'm ripping open this piece of paper and, and tearing into the envelope, and I stare at it for the first time, I see, there it is, my birth mother's name. I see who she is. I give it to a friend of mine who's a private investigator in Ohio. And he's able to find her and get her on the phone within an hour. I find out I have a brother. They have a very close relationship as I can imagine they would. She wants to tell him the good news and then she'll get in contact with me the next day. So I go to bed that night heartful, very happy, optimistic and hopeful that the next day I'm going to learn some more things, some new information. But I wake up in the middle of the night because I think God just woke me up like about 3 a.m. And I do what I probably shouldn't do, what I normally would not recommend, but I reach over and I grab that phone. (laughs) I just think to myself, not having any more information, just her maiden name. I wonder if I put that into Facebook if I can find her. And sure enough, I do. She pops right up. There she is. My mama. For the first time, I'm looking at somebody and a picture of someone who looks like me. Now, I know you may take that for granted because you probably grew up like this has always been your life. But I have never been able to look at someone else and look into the eyes of someone staring back at me who looked just like me. So I scrolled through pictures. I looked at other folks, family members, brothers, cousins, aunts, uncles, you name it. And for the first time, I saw folks who looked just like me. And a thought popped in my head. At 355 pounds at this point, I'm scrolling on the Facebook, looking at my phone in the middle of the night, thinking to myself, hmm. These other folks are average or fit or normal looking. Maybe I don't have to be heavy. See, I'd been always heavy throughout my entire life, even as a kid. But the next thought, I think, is the thought that changed it everything. It went from maybe I don't have to be heavy to maybe I'm not supposed to be. In that very moment, I didn't realize it, but that single thought set off a chain reaction, one after one, where the dots connected, leading even to this day. Losing 80 pounds, reuniting with these folks, rediscovering and reigniting a purpose of fire, burning deep inside of me that wasn't quite there before. I've been through some really dark nights I'm just here to tell you today that there is a bright shining light and that hope is a real thing. Share some good news with you. And I'd hope you'd share some good news with me. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. I'm going to give you an opportunity to do just that today. As we put the wraps on a very special Christmas Eve edition of the Glenbeck program, it has been an honor. It has been a privilege, a sheer joy to share this this moment and this day with you. We're back right after this. It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn today on the Glenbeck program. 
listening to Glenn Beck. Hey, it's Justin Barclay. Get more good news. JustinBarclay.com. I'd like to share that, and I'd love to share some of your good news. If you've got some, 888-727-BECK. That's 888-727-BECK. Let's go to James in Ohio, who's up first on the Glenn Beck program. Merry Christmas, James. How are you? Uh, Merry Christmas. It's an honor to be here. I just was driving in my car, and... uh I heard the story of the gentleman who had been to heaven for nine hours, and then, I mean, for an hour and a half, and then you said it called in if you had a Christmas miracle. Well, I'm 75 years old, and 38 and a half years ago, when I pastored the Tiffin Assemblies of God Church here in Ohio, I had a heart attack that lasted 13 hours. That's a long time, mm-hmm. 38 and a half years ago. And uh, coming into Sunday morning, uh, we had a guest speaker from Columbus come in and speak for me because I was in the midst of the heart attack. And at about 9 o'clock Sunday morning or so, they told my wife there wasn't much they could do. I was not responding to the medication. They had a blood thinner back then called heparin, and so it was all in God's hands. Well, long story short, the guy who came in uh, had the church pray for an hour and a half instead of preaching, and my heart attack stopped during that hour and a half, then then it was a long recovery. It was a year before I even got to preach again, and the, the Lord brought me through it, and my doctor, 10 months after the heart attack, my family doctor, good Christian Catholic man, said, Jim, we believe there was faith in God and prayer that kept you alive. Wow. And I said to my, doc, I said to my doctor, Vella, John Vella, I said, can I quote you? And he said, why? And I said, because our church prints things, you just gave God credit for something you couldn't do. And so he wrote the medical side. I had the lady in my church who wrote for Reader's Digest some articles and, and Christian. Jim, that, that's an incredible story, buddy. I mean, that that's something else, and that is a Christmas miracle. AJ in Michigan, I gotta. I appreciate your call. I'm going to run through some of these if I can. AJ, you're up next. Hey, Justin, how you doing? You're live on the air, buddy. We only got about 30 seconds. Okay, real quick, I think, uh, well, first of all, my uh, one of my big gifts I think I received here is I'm like you. I got down a little bit in my weight. I'm forty, little over 40 pounds, and that, sir, is partially due to you. Uh, you, you get some credit on that one, so that's kind of a Merry Christmas to you. Wow, but also, thank you. Uh, you. You've been talking about the things that are, you know, making these things real. I think part of it is realizing that God is real and he's in control. So whatever happens throughout our day, throughout our life, the news, we just have to realize that. We also need to be gracious and give gratitude. I think not realizing even the little things, we anticipate these big holidays and big mm. major things in our life. We miss the little things from day to day. Yeah, and uh, that's right. Well, AJ, and I appreciate your phone call. I, I, thank you, buddy. I, you know, I, that means a lot to me. I want to tell you right now, it's not lost to me. There are little things, just the fact that we can be here with each other today. And you're taking breaths, drawing them in and out. I have a friend right now as family, like family, brother, whose mother's in the hospital. And I really would appreciate your prayers for them in this time. I wish you all the very best this Merry Christmas. 
justinbarclay.com. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Glenn Beck Program. You're listening.